You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com tech. Warning, this show is for adults, produced by semi-adults. So the language is sometimes strong and offensive. Uh, I don't know what I said. Uh. Welcome to We Are Libertarians, where our goal is to help you sound smarter while talking to your friends. We examine current events from a libertarian perspective while treating modern politics with all of the irreverence it deserves. There has been lie after lie. We toss out the screaming heads, put people before political parties, and give context to the news to make you think. Now, here's our host, a 15-year veteran of politics and media, Chris Spangle. Welcome to We Are Libertarians Daily. My name is Chris Spangle. It's uh, nice to join you here on one of these short episodes. Hody and Sarah and Paul and everybody who's been, and Reinhold who's been participating in these daily episodes, including our friend Brian Nichols from The Brian Nichols Show, has been doing a great job. You guys are downloading them in spades, and uh, I appreciate that. And as I said, from time to time, I'm going to be coming to you and giving you information as it becomes available. Uh, Urgent things like this. The banning of memes. Nothing is more urgent in our lifetime than the removal of meme pages. Now, I have taken so much crap from libertarians, especially on our own Facebook page, about saying the Alex Jones thing really does matter. It really matters how you react to Alex Jones being taken down. Because Alex Jones is a person that has spent 20 years building firewalls around his distribution network of content. Now, I'm not saying I agree with Alex Jones. I'm not saying that I, um, you know, I listen to Alex Jones, but I listen for comedy. And that these companies don't have a right to do exactly what they'd like to do on their platforms. That is certainly the case. That is the nature of property rights, which are foundational to libertarian beliefs, that if you own a private company, you get to do what you'd like to do with it. That being said, these companies are very influential in the public sphere. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google. Uh, You'll notice that the public discourse took no hit whatsoever when Google Plus was taken down. Um, But these companies are very influential in how ideas are shaped. And so it, it becomes a big deal when these companies start deciding what is or what is not acceptable political thought. Now, Alex Jones, for most people, is unacceptable political thought. There was really no reason to remove him from the 20 platforms within the week that they did. Uh, because if you share an InfoWars article, what happens already? Oh, really? You're going to share something from InfoWars? It happened to me yesterday because somebody was asking about the NPC meme, and I shared a Paul Paul Joseph Watson video, which was very articulate on what the meme is, and why wouldn't you go to somebody like Paul Joseph Watson to explain a meme that comes from that that group of people? But they they, they weren't going to watch it because it was InfoWars. I was like, okay, well, the group that created the meme, you don't want to understand what they're saying. All right, well, then... 
it, it, it breeds intellectual laziness if you don't go and listen to what other people are saying, people that you disagree with, people that are progressive or communist even. Or, or, and so what Facebook is doing is not necessarily cracking down on hate speech anymore. Facebook and Twitter and these other groups are now cracking down on political speech. They're deciding what is or is not acceptable, acceptable political opinion in the United States and across the world. That all started with Alex Jones. He was the first one where this happened. It was, it, it listen, it, it's their call to have nothing on it that's pornographic or, let's say, bullying or harassment. But once you start getting into political speech, that's a different, um, that's a different animal. You become an editor. And so Facebook is no longer a public utility. Facebook is now an editor. Uh, and so that is a much different thing, especially when you're talking about these platforms being controlled by Silicon Valley which is notoriously leftist. The reason that the companies are taking action on so many of these things are because of the employees that they have uh, in their, that they have hired. And many of them are to the far left. And so what I always try to say to people is you're either siding with libertarians or you're siding with communists. Like that's where this is. This is the, the property rights argument just makes you a useful idiot for communists. If you go into a restaurant and they serve you bad food or they give you the wrong order, you have the right to complain about how they are operating their service. Using that service, you have every right to speak up and give your voice to what you think ought to be acceptable uh, for your user experience. Secondly, we signed a terms of service with, the, with these companies. Uh, it, 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 there is written rules that these companies are not in my view following so they're breaking their contract with us they're what they say is that we are going to remove fake news and we do it equally and we do it across the spectrum but what's happening is independent voices especially on the right side are being silenced and what i told listeners during alex jones was that libertarians would be next and lo and behold, we saw punk rock liberty. So it started with Alex Jones. And everybody said, well, I can't get behind Alex Jones. And I said, it doesn't matter if you like Alex Jones or not. Libertarians are next. And they said, that's not going to happen. You're overreacting. So then on April 21st, uh, Facebook, this is a post that they posted. They took down 652 pages, groups and accounts for coordinated inauthentic behavior that originated in Iran and targeted people across multiple internet services in the Middle East. The Liberty Front Press was taken down. And you look at the memes and you look at some of the stuff and you go, okay, it's, it's Iranians pretending to be Americans. And so, all right, I can kind of get behind that. And then earlier in the, earlier, uh, I don't know, within the last month, Punk Rock Libertarians, which was a meme page started 2010 maybe, uh, by libertarians, they have a podcast. They're certainly not inauthentic. You can go listen to their podcast. Um, you know, some more. Those guys are. I don't. I don't really follow them. I don't listen to their podcast, but they never seem to be terribly outrageous or conspiratorial. Um, they also took down free. Th what, what was the uh, Freedom Thought Project, which definitely talked a lot about some fringy ideas. But listen, we shouldn't have a problem with conspiracy theories. 
the reason that you want people to talk about conspiracy theories in the public square is because real people have those thoughts. And so when somebody actually starts talking about those conspiracy theories from a standpoint of, I believe this, then other people begin to counter that. And so you get a counterbalance of information. But when you start to silence those voices, then those thoughts never get countered. Then the behavior never changes. You never get the popular mechanics book about debunking 9-11 myths if it weren't for Alex Jones and loose change, for instance. So public discourse is a very important thing. It's important to have competing voices. And then lo and behold today, I think if you asked any libertarian what their favorite libertarian Facebook page is, they would say Liberty Memes. Liberty Memes is... Uh, listen, I maybe I'm just jaded, but I don't find anything that they do to be all that outrageous. I don't see anything that they really do that I go... Wow, that's above the board. Like, they just share memes. They're literally sharing memes. And they have their page banned. I've talked to the two brothers that run the page. I will share my interview with them here in a moment so you can hear how authentic they are. But these are just two guys who are libertarians who have people send them memes and they share those memes and people spread them far and wide. Uh, They're certainly not uh, under the purview of what Facebook claims to be inauthentic behavior. And so now Facebook is going uh, back on their original claim of, we're just getting rid of the bad actors, the inauthentic actors. They're now shutting down Americans who run meme pages, libertarians who run meme pages, who, who are not hired by Russians. I have talked to these two gentlemen in person. They're not Iranian. I don't know. One of them looks kind of Iranian, but they, they look like Americans. They are Americans. Uh, you'll hear their story in just a moment. Uh, and this came out yesterday, October, not yesterday, but October 15th. Facebook will ban misinformation around voting during the midterms. And so they said they're going to start cracking down on more and more fake data. Uh, but here's the deal. The Atlantic Council, PolitiFact, uh, PolitiFact and FactCheck. So FactCheck is uh, funded by the Annenberg Foundation and the Flora Foundation. These foundations are dedicated to social justice and the environment, uh, so you can read in, into that progressive. Uh, Politica, uh, I think it is, I may have PolitiFact and FactCheck mixed up, but um, PolitiFact is run by the Pointer Institution now and was part of the Tampa Bay Times. Pointer Institution is a credible organization, started around journalism, but uh, and teaching journalists how to do journalism. Um, and the Pointer Institute basically creates little journalists. Uh, the Associated Press is also a fact checker. Snopes is a fact checker. Uh, you know, the Associated Press and the Washington, uh, also the other fact checker is the Weekly Standard fact check, which is, and the Atlantic Council now has uh, a role in it as well. And what, what you see in all of these groups that do fact-checking and give advising, advice to Facebook is they're all the swamp. They're all journalists like Jim Acosta. They all believe a certain way. That's all power groupthink. And so what Facebook is about to devolve into is a place that is devoid of any politics. This is what I genuinely believe Facebook's strategy is. They're going to filter out any politics and they will eventually only allow 
their preferred partners to post on the platform. So it'll be CNN, New York Times, Washington Post. It will not be the free thinkers. It will not be we are, we are libertarians. It will not be opinions that run counter to what the government of the United States believes. Now, as libertarians, you don't have to agree with cer certain groups on the right, but you have to understand that to progressives, we are part of the right. And so we can quibble over Mike Shipley being a left libertarian, but the progressives of the world see him as a libertarian. He is part of the right. He is a conservative. They must be destroyed. You have to start making a choice at this point. Do you believe in libertarian principles and the right of the individual to think freely for themselves, or do you side with communists? Because you're, you cannot continue to make useful, argument, useful idiot arguments on behalf of communists that want to shut down the way that we believe on these platforms. Uh, I, I don't believe that the We Are Libertarians page will exist by 2020, and after today, I don't think that we'll make it to the end of the year. And I can tell you that when We Are Libertarians is taken off of Facebook, I will no longer be using Facebook. I will stop using this product because at this point, they're not serving my interests, nor are they serving yours. They're not interested in having me use their service. They want it to devolve into just another platform for liberal ideology to be spewed and for safe thought to be spewed and for no one to take any kind of intellectual risk. But we already know that using Facebook to try and convince anyone of anything is completely pointless. Facebook is the worst way to communicate to people. And so, you know, I, I've been just been thinking a lot about this lately because social media, I just think, is toxic for the soul. I think that it is toxic for me as a person, and I think it is toxic for our country. And frankly, if my business didn't depend on it, my day job didn't depend on it, I wouldn't be on these platforms anymore. Uh, and so if they, if they deny my business, the We Are Libertarians podcast, access to their platform, then I will no longer do business with them. I, I, and I think every person needs to start thinking along those lines. You know, I tried to go and download our page today, and we can't even download that information. So all of the memes that will be on the We Are Libertarians page will just be lost forever. Uh, so I, I just don't... Um, I just don't have any desire to continue to work with this company because when Liberty Memes gets taken down, this is something that I would say the majority of people in this audience, you know Liberty Memes, you know these guys are not crazy. Uh, you'll hear it in this interview in just a moment. This is just plain old censorship from progressives in Silicon Valley trying to keep libertarian points of view out of the public sphere. And We Are Libertarians is next, then it will be conservatives, and the only people that will have the ability to speak out in certain public squares will be progressives. And if you think that they stop at Facebook, you need to wake up. Because Alex Jones, not, not only did they not stop at the 20 social platforms that they pulled him off of. Uh, now, here's a guy who has built more insulation into his business than any, any of the rest of us. You know, we are libertarians who can say, well, you know, you play on their platform. You can look at Liberty Memes, and they built their whole business around uh, Facebook, and so they were in their sandbox, and this is just what happens. Well, Alex Jones spends millions a year on uh, video bandwidth. He spends millions a year on, so on satellites. He spends millions of years uh, broadcasting to radio outlets. And what have the groups that are basically controlled by Media Matters 
and other leftist groups like Move On and Emily's List. What have they done? They've gone to the people that make his uh, supplements. Anybody that ad- he he lost his advertisers years ago, but they go they went to the people that did business with the advertisers or did that made his supplements. Essentially, he no longer sells Super Male Vitality, and that is because the these leftist groups went and bullied all of his uh, suppliers to drop him, and so they did. PayPal dropped him. His credit card processors dropped him. We've already seen Robert Spencer from Jihad Watch lose his Patreon because of MasterCard. Uh, they don't. They don't want to just take you off of social platforms. They want to destroy anyone that thinks right of center, and in that is included in our libertarians. Again, we may not see ourselves as right or left. But they see us as right of center. They think that we are the same as Ben Shapiro, Alex Jones, Glenn Beck, Rush Limbaugh. So anybody that is a libertarian, you need to wake up. The people who believe, who are banging on the Supreme Court doors, those people are not your friends. Those people are your enemies. And you may not think that Alex Jones is a friend, and he may not be. But at the end of the day, in the fight for freedom of speech, those are your allies. And you have to stop making the property rights argument and, uh, and some of these other useful idiot arguments and start complaining to these platforms and saying, I'm no longer doing business with you because you don't support my values. And, so, and maybe as they see the usage slip from their platforms, they'll wise up. But I think once all of us get off of these platforms, we're going to have a happier life. And we're going to realize... We don't need an alternative to social media. We just need to get off of social media. And, uh, you know, I, I have no idea what the future of independent media looks like, but I can tell you our, our future will not rely on Facebook anymore. It helped us get to where we're at. But, um, yeah, I just I, I can't support a company that doesn't support our basic values. Liberty Memes did nothing wrong. Liberty Memes does not violate community standards. In fact, they are the standard that I'd like my community to have. And so this is the same argument that we had with the FCC during the radio years where they were banning, after Janet Jackson, they were banning off Howard Stern. Yes, he may violate some community standards, but my community wanted to hear Howard Stern. My community wanted to hear Bob and Tom. And so it's the same argument. And so... If these companies don't want to have libertarians on their platform, leave. Let's get off of their platform. Let's start walking away from social media totally. Give up Instagram. Give up Snapchat. Give up Twitter. Give up Facebook. Give up all of these social media platforms. Yes, we can go to Minds. Yes, we can go to MeWe. All these other platforms. But let's be honest. At the end of the day, social media isn't good for any of us. It hasn't It hasn't really... Do you really, at the end of the day, stop, put down your phone and go, I am really happy I spent five hours on Facebook today? No, you're not. So let's move on. Let's start being readers. Let's start listening to more podcasts. Let's start, um, you know, YouTube. I can't, I can't tell you to get off of YouTube because I think it's just, it is the greatest tool in human knowledge. And uh, you, you, still, you still can use it to some extent. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the only way to get you content is to sign up for our email newsletter at wearelibertarians.com. You know, if MailChimp decides that they don't want to carry us, then we'll go to somebody else. Uh, if if our host decides that they won't host our website anymore, we'll find libertarian solutions and we'll we'll continue to keep this thing going. 
you know, the libertarian movement really is a brand new thing that started in the 20th century, and it's because people like Murray Rothbard and Marshall Fritz at the Advocates and other people did uh, printed materials. And if that's how we have to go as a, as a movement, then that's how we have to go uh, if we're not welcome on digital platforms. But it's a sad day as we lose Liberty Memes. These are two really good guys. These guys care a lot about the libertarian movement. They're, they're funny. Uh, and so wherever they go, I will put the link to their Facebook group. There's going to be a ton of Liberty Meme knockoffs. But I'm going to give you their Facebook group so you can go and follow what they're doing. They're going to launch a website soon. I tried to grab them for an interview today, but they, uh, they're booked up. So I'll, I'll try and see if I can't get them soon. But uh, yeah, go, go add their Facebook group and uh, make sure you can follow their next move. All right, thanks for listening. And now here's my interview at the Students for Liberty conference earlier in 2018 with Admin 1 and Admin 2 of the Liberty Memes Facebook page, or formerly of the Liberty Memes Facebook page. All right. I am here with the brains. Is that the appropriate term? It's whatever you want it to be, my friend. Behind Liberty Memes, uh, Admin 1, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you, Admin 2? Muito bem. Obrigado. <laughs> now, I'm a little annoyed because the head of the ACLU, I wouldn't say annoyed, but I think it's a sign of the times. What did you say? I said, dead ho. Hoes ain't loyal. Okay. <laughs> so the head of the ACLU was speaking right before you guys. And then at the end of her talk, three times her audience shuffled in. And I was like, what is next? And I looked and it was memes. So you guys had three times the audience of ACLU. I don't know if I should be concerned or annoyed by that. How do you, how do you uh, what do you think? Well, we are in Washington, D.C., and there are a lot of black vehicles with tinted windows uh, driving around, and at any moment we could uh, definitely get shuffled off to a black site. Uh, we have one saving grace. We used to have an uncle in the CIA. He's still our uncle. He's still alive, but he's not in the CIA anymore. So uh, I'm concerned. If you're concerned, I'm concerned, too, because we might we might get disappeared. He's not concerned about our potential fate. He's, he's concerned about the idea that memes are more popular than the ACLU. Well, those guys were encouraging people to vote. That's what she said. She said, uh, can you commit to promoting uh, voting amongst all your friends? And that was interesting. It didn't get a lot of positive uh, response from the you crowd. Just, you just assumed our interviewer's agenda. Did I just assume your agenda? I, I really don't have an agenda. That's why I'm not as popular as Liberty Memes. <laughs> <laughs> I should have more of an, an agenda. What agenda? We're a schizophrenic meme page. We post so much stuff that has no combination, one thing with the next. It's absolutely ridiculous. There's 20,000 memes in only, what, five years? He lies. We have an agenda. What we want to do is promote open conversation no, we want we want to. I mean, we want to promote the ideas of liberty. We we became libertarians long before we made that page. Uh, I spent a lot of time reading on uh, you know LouRockwell.com and uh, Tom Woods and uh, listening to Ron Paul speeches. We were involved in the Ron Paul campaigns, and so what what we want to do is spread those ideas and also be funny. And it turns out that being funny is one of the best ways to spread the idea, especially to people who don't want to like read books. <laughs> Or people who don't want to be involved in politics itself, right. of influencing policy, of knowing politicians, of being part of a committee, of going door to door, or of voting at all. Right, just correcting people's mindset. I mean, what what's really important, uh, we, we don't, I don't foresee 
in my lifetime uh, a government that's going to respect individual liberties you know and I think that putting putting off our goals as human beings until the government respects us is like well pretty much giving up and so to me what we promote is anarchy in your head. There was like a, a website called anarchyinyourmind.com or anarchyinyourhead.com. I liked that whole idea of, you know, I'm opting out of the state and I'm spreading the idea that whatever the government says in your head, you, you just don't buy it. Don't, right. don't be part of it, you know. And and just to wake people up from the idolatry of statism, that's that's a goal in itself that I think we do a lot. Yeah, I, I think it's one of, if we had a mission state, statement, a real one, because I think we have one, but it sucks. Um, it's, it's taxation. It's, it's is written. Suck, no, but... Um, <laughs> I think one of one of our goals for sure is to get people to completely make a mockery of the state and everything that the state does and everything that the state claims to be able to do and, and claims to be. And I think it's very important because when people stop worshipping the state or people stop relying on the state or people just immediately when they first think of the state, they think of ridiculousness, they're going to stop putting their trust in government and they're going to stop giving up their rights. Right. Yeah, well, we found it. We are libertarians because we're big meme fans, uh, and thank you. Th- yeah, I you, thank you. He just took credit for memes. Thank you very much. Well, you know, it's what we do. I mean, uh, copy, <laughs> copying is not theft, though. Think. Copying is not theft. So if, you, if we make another one of something, then there's two of it. Yeah, you you got in trouble with uh, we are libertarians contributor Aaron Ewart for stealing one of his memes. Stealing. Yeah, he he took us to court and. Um, <laughs> Then why are you laughing? This is like serious stuff, okay? Aaron has a very nice hair part, and I respect that. And um, no, the thing is that actually there's a lot of gracious donors of meme <laughs> material. There really are. We ask every day for donations, and we get generous response. Um, and that is that's how the page grows. And I don't mean in terms of numbers. I mean in terms of the spread of influence. We can't think of everything. We do post OC every. Excuse me. That's meme talk for original content. We post every day. We post OC, you know, multiple times a day. But I get a feeling after 15 minutes of silence from Liberty memes, hey, people are waiting to hear from us. So we end up posting tons of stuff every day, you and know, we I can't to, do all that ourselves. I, I actually have people. to address this situation with Aaron. Okay, we do a few things on our page. If we know who created a meme, we give them credit in the tagline when we post it. If we don't know who created the meme, we usually just post it. But if the quality of the image sucks and we want to <laughs> rephrase something, then it's a brand new meme when we remake it. Here's and the, we put our watermark yeah, on it. If I take your joke idea and I make a correct joke out of it, then, you know, that's my work, not See, yours. Here's the, the thing about Aaron. Aaron has stale memes. Listen, Aaron. It's a fine line. Your memes are like this dead air time we're about to give you. How many likes do you guys no, no, have? I like Aaron. He's an awesome dude. Well, don't do that to I'm us. I'm just kidding. That, air, that dead air time represented the essential functions of government. And now, how many likes... How, did it, how fast did it grow? And how many likes do you have? So, okay, I, I'll tell you a little story. You have your theory, Wait. I'll have mine. All right, Go well, ahead. when we first were invited to uh, represent how our page had grown to be so huge... We had 30,000 likes, which is interesting. We were invited down to Texas to speak at the Libertarian Party convention. Who invited uh, us? What's his name? Timothy Martinez. Great guy. Great guy. 
anyways, we presented like a meme slideshow and uh, what have you. But uh, where where it really exploded was in I think it was the same year because that was early, that was like the spring. We we went from thirty to sixty thousand likes in the spring there. But that summer, this is the summer of twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. We call remember, it the summer of Zuck. Yeah. To, we uh, we hit 100,000 likes on July 4th of 2016, uh, and the summer of 2016 was a gold mine for memes because Hillary Clinton was running against Donald Trump for president, and those two, those two. So um, you know, when you post something criticizing one, uh, people who were against them latched onto the page. Um, if you posted criticizing the other, then the other way went. And actually what we would do, you'd criticize Donald Trump, and then and then when you criticize Clinton, uh, people would say, well, I, this is not what this page used to stand for. <laughs> like, yeah, it is. Um, so, but anyway, but we criticized both of them, and that really caught the pulse of the American population. People hate both of them. They right. really do. So, just just expressing the frustration of these limited options that that helped, but what what he he's got a he'll tell you the story of the zuckening because it really happened to him more so. It was his post. Yeah. What'd you do? So the FBI director announced that he found like what? I don't know. We have what five hundred thousand followers almost. No. Probably about that amount of criminal violations by Hillary Clinton, and <laughs> that he wouldn't be charging her with anything. And we posted a meme that said it was Hillary Clinton with her smug face it's the best word I can come up with because there's probably some dirty words for it she said silly Americans laws are for poor people on our meme she didn't actually say that but she thinks it right anyway that meme just went crazy viral it went all over the 35,000 just like 35,000 shares in the first day it reached some millions of people probably like 10 million people in the first day and that's that's a lot of people you know Considering the population of this country and the population of people who would be actually paying attention to politics and who would share that, and how many people would see that before the 6 o'clock news that day, so before they even found out the the FBI had chosen not to charge her, so we were making the news. Anyways, go ahead. No, but but, I mean, (laughs) we were making we were making the news before the news talked about it and that's a problem for them because they need to control the narrative so it just got they just shut us down what they did was they blocked my profile for 30 days which they didn't even give me a warning on that because usually they give you like a seven day then a 15 day or something this name was so offensive hillary clinton saying silly americans laws are for poor people just that i don't even understand what what content guide like what community guidelines that actually even violate half the time they don't even tell you which post but in this case they just took the post down they said violated our standards wow. they don't tell you which one so we got a message that day both of us that our page had been temporarily disabled so that they could scrub for further violations right which is weird like, i never saw that before and then our page got republished but a whole bunch of our stuff was missing really stuff that had he reported th- this to a friend of his who works for Breitbart, was it? Uh, I don't know. I actually for, what I, for no, something what I, else, and it got picked I, up by Breitbart. No, no, no. What I did was I posted on the page that this was happening to us, and if anybody knew anybody in the press, then they should get in touch with them right away so that they could find out. Because this was only one week after Zuckerberg had a... Is that his name, Zuckerberg? I call yes. him Zuck so much, I don't remember yes. his Stinkberg. real stupid Stinkberg. name. Stinkberg. So he... Uh, jackass. Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> but... Um, he had just had a meeting with all these conservative leaders 
to talk to them about how he's not trying to control the conversation. Right. About he he's not, you know, kind of uh, filtering out the conservative views, and he's not censoring people, and he's not doing anything like that. And just a, one week later, just Hillary saying, silly Americans, laws are for poor people, was enough to get our page taken down. And it's only increased with the Russia stuff. It's really a pretense to start censoring content, and I'm, I've been shadow banned on Twitter. I mean, I'm We're Libertarians is as close to libertarian centrism as you probably could because what we tried to do is explain the po- explain politics and the news to people from a libertarian perspective so we're not like hitting you with philosophy we're not radicals well, and we get, know, not, we get shadow banned we get it's, it's not fair because I come for confidence to prove this page not run by Russian bot by real life Russian but that's the, <laughs> it's, it's amazing that even the Daily Wire a mainstream milk toast conservative site now is being monitored by Snopes on Facebook yeah. I mean what, where do you think that these platforms are going in the because of conservative and libertarian censorship well I want to make it very clear let me be clear as our president from the past would say. I don't want people to think that, as libertarians, we're telling Facebook that they can't do what they want. Mm -hmm. They can. They're a private company. They can do whatever the hell they want. But as consumers, and this is how the market works, we have the right to raise awareness about the things that they're doing. And uh, when they're doing something like that, we're not saying that their government censorship... Unless, I mean, they might be in collusion with the Hillary campaign. At, mm-hmm. at that time, I'm pretty sure they were. Um, but it's not, it's not really censorship. Where, it's, well, I mean, they're allowed to do that if they want to. Well, when the Southern Poverty Law Center is the fact checker for Facebook, yeah. they basically are in bed with uh, mm. an ideology as opposed to... And well, that's, it's well, really I mean, that's the thing about grotesque. America, though. It's like the, our fascist system is so messed up in this country that almost every company is in bed with the government somehow. Right. And when that company does something to you, it's the government doing to it because they've got all that federal funding for it. Right. So, I mean, in a way, you could make that philosophical well, argument. In addition, there's an element of self-censorship and self-regulation and I mean the government doesn't really need to clamp down that hard on a populace who has trained themselves to avoid controversy you know and even even in business there's a sense where controversy is bad for business and so when your business model is an open platform for anybody to say anything uh, well they're afraid that somebody's going to say something that shakes things up and they don't want to be held responsible for that well, well that's actually what happened with the Facebook situation is we made so much hay about this innocent um, e- this innocent meme being taken down that it made it was a world news. Meme. It was Hillary Clinton. It was the on Drudge Report. After you see the word Drudge Report, it was center column, top of the center column oh, wow. on Drudge Report I think from it the price. A conservative story. Facebook page, though, that pissed me off. I'm like, we're not. What are you going to do? <laughs> anyway, um, you got a, how many likes out of that though? A lot. Quite a lot. In the in the following months, we jumped from fifty thousand likes to seventy five thousand. Suddenly, one hundred twenty thousand. I don't even know where the next eighty thousand went to get to two hundred thousand. It was just like right. so fast, yeah. and it was all because. We didn't like Hillary Clinton. And there's kind of a problem with wait, that. Wait, there, well, there's no, kind there of a problem with it. We didn't like Trump, but we went after Hillary so much that all these people who were really charged up about hating Hillary just came to our page. And now we've got a lot of difficulty cleaning house because there's so many it Trump is, supporters is, that we have to get rid of. It's hard to tell how many in those days were actually Trump supporters who latched onto us for our position of Hillary Clinton because we were against Trump the whole time. 
uh, versus how many libertarians, and this is something that I try to sort of gauge, how many libertarians are getting sucked into conservative politics again by means of people like Donald Trump? Or how many are getting sucked into SJW liberalism because they're like, well, things that you should be free to do are getting criticized by the right. And so as soon as you've got an enemy in the right or you've got an enemy in the left, you start to unite yourself with the the opposing side in American politics. You get sucked back into that paradigm. And I'm really, I want to be on guard against that. I am not a right libertarian or a left libertarian. I think that that's just a path right back into statism. Yeah, and those tax cuts are seductive. You know, like when when Trump does, when good Trump comes out, it is seductive because you go, You just put in a huge, massive tariff on aluminum and steel. And he killed the market with it. And then the Second Amendment stuff. Yeah, and and it's the Second Amendment stuff. And his his MAGA people are still cheering him on, making excuses for him. This is fine. This is 20 dimension chess. (laughs) Well, we're hitting levels of chess that shouldn't, dimensions of chess that shouldn't even be possible. Okay? <laughs> the, uh, you almost hit on an argument that I find to be self-censorship, too, because a lot of libertarians, we do believe in property rights. Property rights are foundational to libertarianism. And yes, these platforms do have the right to do whatever they want. But so often libertarians are afraid or not afraid, but are unwilling to make noise because they just go, well, that's their property right. Instead of going, my free speech right matters. The ability to use these quote unquote free speech platforms, you really got to make noise about this stuff because what about your right to free speech? Yes, on these private organizations, it does matter, but... It, it does matter that they're private organizations, but you really should stand up for your right to free speech and well, say we're not going to do business with you if you're going to exactly, continue to censor us. Exactly, and part of the uh, platform that I would like to, uh, you know, the part of the agenda, I guess, that I would like to push is to use your freedom while you have it, to use your freedom wherever you can find it, you know, use it or lose it. And in fact, in a lot of cases in America... You, uh, they'll, they're going to lose their freedoms without ever realizing that they had them. Your freedom to think independently, your freedom to speak, your mind are things that once they're lost, Americans may not even realize the value of what they've lost because they haven't learned to think for themselves. They haven't right. learned to speak their mind. Um, so yes, we have a platform to speak and it is provided by a, a somewhat, at least to some extent, private organization. So yeah, take advantage of that. You know, Speak out while you have a chance and maybe we'll get shut down. Maybe we'll get zucked tomorrow. Like That can happen. Yeah. Black-sided. Black-sided. <laughs> All right, no, so black-sided. final question. Indefinitely detained. Favorite, favorite meme. If you can even choose your favorite child. You know, we're not doing this. Really? No. Uh, right. Maybe so we I, are. Top, It'll take me uh, a second, I though. I have to think about that. We really have thousands and thousands of memes on our page. Um, what? There's always those ones where you just lose your shit the first time you see it. So there was one that <laughs> I know, really like. Liked. It's not even your favorite. It's just like this. this was... Right there the whole time, and there's, nobody there's one else. I wanted to tell you about earlier when we were talking about the campaign between uh, Hillary and uh, Trump because they were so unpopular, the two of them, and it really, it really showed that the American people see themselves as like hamstrung between two terrible choices. So, so there's a kid with a fork and an electrical socket in front of him, and he thinks to himself, uh, Trump or Hillary, top socket or bottom socket? <laughs> like, what's the difference? You know, it's up to actually. Uh, Facebook took that one down too. They said it might promote self harm. Oh my god! And I, I was like, self harm. They actually, when I I had to log back in, and uh, it showed me like uh, suicide hotline numbers and stuff <laughs> because of promoting self harm. And self harm, I, I can see how if you're like a total idiot, you might think it's a good idea right. to vote. 
How about you? Anything? No, I, I, what did I tell you? All right. <laughs> Wait, okay. You're, you're going to violate right. my nap? No, no, I'm just kidding. You can keep asking me because you have the freedom of speech to do That's that. That's right. But I really, there's so many that I really love. And I, I just can't choose between any of my right, babies. I'll, I'll tell you what I really like. I, I've posted this as our um, background picture many, many times. The Bellamy Salute. If you're not familiar with the Bellamy Salute, look it up. Because Americans were freaking Nazis. And when they discovered that the Nazis were making the same hand gesture uh, that we were using, we collective speech but anyways that american school children were being forced to use when they saluted the flag and recited the pledge of allegiance that was written by a socialist uh they said oh this doesn't look very good so they changed the position of the hand but anyway there's a there's a meme that has all these kids saluting the flag looking exactly like little nazi children and it says skycloth demands promises (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you Uh, one last question The first time you get invited to speak and people start treating you like, I've had this where you're like getting invited to Radio Row here. I'm like, somebody thinks I'm legitimate. What are they doing? (laughs) Like, what was your reaction when you got invited to start speaking at some of these conferences? I'm going to tell you something. I tell myself every day when I look in the mirror, you're not important and nobody cares what you have to say. And that is usually depressing. But lately it's been very reassuring because I like to think that I'm still below the radar and that the CIA is not going to disappear me. But uh, I don't know anymore. What's this now? <laughs> I, I lost him after like 10 minutes. No, it's okay. No, he's on his phone. It's okay. Well, you made me look at my phone for memes and to tell you what my favorite was. And then I got really offended he's because you want me to choose between my babies. You want to hear your opinion. You know, he was making speeches, incidentally, which I wrote. I um, write all of them. Stop this. I did a lot of the writing. Um, for the Ron Paul campaign, uh, or actually both Ron Paul campaigns, he was very uh, active politically, and I'm more of an introvert. It doesn't come out in the you know radio interview, but I am. Uh, and and so I did the writing and he did the reading for the most part, you know, delivering speeches and stuff. So he he was kind of a celebritarian before the page, actually. Yeah, people kind of cared about what I had to say, but what I had to say was actually written by my older brother over here. <laughs> so that was something. We, we had some really, like, gigantic gun rallies that I spoke at after uh, Governor Cuomo passed the SAFE Act. And my whole, thing, my whole thing at the SAFE Act rallies was, or the, the pro-gun rallies, was to... Um, preach nullification mm-hmm. and these people had never heard of that they just were like who's our governor candidate who's our governor candidate that's all they wanted and what happened was that whole movement got co-opted by donald trump being the guy who was pretending he was going to be our governor candidate and uh, just so he could bow out like at the last minute and help uh, andrew cuomo get elected basically mm. by by taking away any other political action those people could do that year it was just like too late and uh, so there were like 15,000 people at that rally and that was pretty good Um, eventually they stopped inviting me because I was promoting something that didn't have to do with political action but of individual action they didn't like that very much that's exactly what I'm thinking when when I hear that we're invited to speak somewhere or that somebody cares what we have to say I mean my, like I said, my message is to opt out of the state. Like, in your mind, get rid of the idols of statism in your mind. And, I mean, when I hear that we're more popular, that's what I'm thinking, is that, you know, that message is spreading. People are seeing that the hypocrites in politics do not govern your life. And, you know, we get an opportunity to spread that a little more. Yeah, you guys are the modern pamphleteers. Yeah, so. well, I see myself as a political cartoonist of the 21st century. All right, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Admin 1, Admin 2, go like Liberty Memes if you haven't already. All right, thank you. Thank you. Have a good day.